I'm Mike Logan. I'm Gary Elzinga. And, and this, this better, better be good. good. You know what it is, you guys. It's the weekly podcast where Garrett and I review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. Gosh, Garrett, it's been so long since I've seen you. I know. Oh, like, man. what, four minutes? Yeah, it's been four whole minutes since the last episode we recorded. Guys, this is a fun, this is a fun one. We're recording... Um, the pre for Knives Out today, and uh, you know it doesn't. By matter. today, it's uh, it's the two same weeks day. Ago. This is yeah. last week. Wow, it's uh, time looping. Uh, we were, we were able to get um, through a good friend of ours. We were able to get a sneak peek at Knives Out. It's Josh Tarpley. He's been on the podcast. Josh before. Tarpley, everybody. Uh, sneak peek at Knives Out, which we're really excited about. You know that we're excited about Knives Out. Um, before I get too uh, geeky, I guess I can tell you the, the the plot of this film. A detective investigates the death of the patriarch of an eccentric, combative family. Cannot wait. Yeah, so excited. Um, it's directed by uh, Ryan Johnson, and it stars a whole slew of just top-notch <laughs> actors. Daniel Craig, Chris Evans. I don't know who Anna de Armas is. Oh, she, oh she's in Blade Runner 2049. We it's talked about that played. on the last episode. She's a holographic... Um, oh, that's right. The yeah, one that... Uh, so the, beautiful. The prostitute, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in the new Bond movie. She's a Bond girl. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, uh, Tony Collette, Lakeith Stanfield, Christopher Plummer. I could go on, but I don't want to have anything to spoil I you mean, guys. this cast is incredible. Yeah, this is going to be a good movie. Um, it's got 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah. It's going to be a good movie. I'm just excited about it. I love murder mystery films, and my favorite one is Murder on the Orient Express, and I know the twist of that movie, and I hope the... My only thing going into this one is that it's an, it's an original twist, because the, yeah. these movies have to... Or, like, a, the mystery unfolds, and it's like, holy shit. I, yeah, it was written I by Ryan Johnson, coming. too, so... Yeah, I, I'm really excited, and I love Ryan Johnson. I think he directed the best episode of Breaking Bad... Which one was it? The Fly? Ozzy Mendez. Oh, that is a good one. You know that one, right? Uh, which one? Uh, I think I do. Episode. Uh, what happens in the episode? It, it's the it's episode fourteen of the last season. Is it the last episode? No, that's there's sixteen episodes. Oh man, what happened in that episode? Hank. Oh, oh, because of the book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that is a great. Wait, episode. what? The book? No. Hank. Yeah, he's reading the book when he. That's that's the that's not the that's not the episode. When he when he. Figures out. Spoiler alert for Breaking oh my Bad, God, it's everybody. So old. We're not spoiler alerting Breaking Bad. Hank gets killed. I don't remember how that happened. What? I haven't watched Breaking Bad since like it aired. But you remember that on the toilet thing? Well, that's like an iconic scene when he realizes. This is the most iconic scene. It's I, in the I, desert. I disagree. It's in the desert. I remember what happened, but I disagree. The, that, you don't I remember think, the thing think, of Walt falling on the the. I do, but I think Hank. Um, Realizing that Walt is Heisenberg is more iconic. Sitting on the toilet reading the book. They're both. No, I'm not saying that's more iconic. I'm saying they're both iconic. I'm saying that's more iconic. <laughs> I, I agree that they both are. You totally. Do. I don't anyway, think it's iconic. So Hank gets iconic. killed by Nazis in the desert, yeah. and then Walt is uh, he has to uh, take his barrel of money all the way back <laughs> to town, uh, and then it's like that whole episode is um, just really depressing. Because it's like him and his fa- like his family leave. There's the knife fight with the mom, and then he steals the baby, Lily, and then um, uh, Jesse's uh, girlfriend or whatever gets killed, and by the skinheads as well. How do you not remember any of this? This is crazy. Anyway, so Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson uh, directed the greatest episode that Mike doesn't remember. So, <laughs> um, it's really so yeah, he's fun. a good director. It's really funny to me. But I don't remember it? What? That's really funny. But anyway, no, it's fine. Um, <coughs> I'm really excited. So, uh, off of your recommendation, I watched Logan Lucky. Um, 
Great movie. It's great, isn't Fantastic it? Fantastic movie. Daniel I Craig really is it. hilarious in it. He's great. And he gets another chance to do this like <clears throat> side of Daniel Craig that we didn't know he had, yeah. like this funny side in this movie. Um, Chris Evans even gets a chance to like be a dick in a film, yeah. which I'm really excited to see because he hasn't been a dick since what? Not another teen movie? He's not even a dick in that one. He is. Yeah, he's he a, is. He's a jock. Like... Yeah. Uh, he's very funny. <laughs> Janie, those are non-alcoholic beers. <laughs> um... But yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just geeked about. I love these big ensemble films where you take all these actors who you wouldn't think work well together, yeah. but then it just turns into magic. I'm excited. Like it's just the great stuff. And also, yeah, I like mysteries. I like not knowing what the hell is going to happen in a movie. I like not being able to see the end coming. And I feel like Ryan Johnson, especially since you know the Last Jedi, has proved that you don't really know where he's going with movies. You yeah. don't know where the stuff's going to go. It doesn't go the way it plans or you plan. And I love that kind of unpredictability. He should film. direct a Jurassic World movie because they need some unpredictability. Although, if that short was any um, indication, it might be a good movie. I think it will be. I, I think it'll be the best of the fr- I mean, two is better than one, for sure. Fallen Jurassic Kingdom. World 2? Yeah. yeah, I agree. I thought but, you were going to uh, say The Lost World was better than Jurassic Park. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to be like, what? No, that's a vast drop-off. You're taking crazy pills? Well, the third act is the worst part of that movie. I've talked about that before. All right. Although the, the long grass scene is really good. Um, yeah. Where they get stalked by the raptors. Yeah, that is great. Don't go to the tall grass. I think it's long grass. Is it long grass? So I was right the first time. Ah, uh, Jay it. says it. Yeah. Don't go into the long grass. You want to go talk to him? Grab him? Ugh. I'm walking weird. got to stick up his ass. Is he leaving or going to see a movie? I can smell his alcohol from here. He is walking weird. <laughs> I'll delete this because he'll probably listen. I I'll send him a text. It's fine. He's seen me. He can't fucking dodge me now. <laughs> um, I mean, based on how he's walking, it looks like he's trying to dodge his shit. <laughs> okay, now I'm keeping it in. <laughs> Anonymous. We don't know who it was. Anyway, knives out. Brian Johnson. But yeah. What are you most excited about? Um, just Sorry. to just suspense. I I love a good suspense film. I love. I mean, that's really what Ford vs Ferrari was for me too. Is is the idea of like. I don't know what's going to happen in this story, and this is a true one. Mm-hmm. So this one is like made up so it can go anywhere. There's a ton of characters. I'm really excited to see uh, just a good mystery film. I love Clue, Murder on the Orient Express, and... Uh, you I love g- Murder, on, Murder on the Orient? The original. Oh, the the okay. Sidney Lumet one, who is a master of filmmaking. Kenneth Branagh is a moron. Yeah, we've talked about that before. And uh, can't wait for her. Curse of the Nile, or Curse on the Nile, or whatever the hell. It's the sequel. Murder on the Orient Express. It's the sequel. They're making a sequel? Yeah. Did that movie do well financially? Apparently. Huh. It was greenlit the moment that it came out. So, can't wait. Gross. <laughs> I'm, we'll probably have to see it. Actually, we might not have to see it for the podcast. We've been avoiding a lot of shitty movies lately. Frozen, yeah. Frozen yeah. 2, didn't get to see it. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even see the first one. I mean, I will say, though, the first one is good. Nah. You know anyway, I mean, I'm just assuming that it's fine. So you know what's a better Disney movie? Everyone gives Frozen like all the like credit. Yeah, yeah. Tangled. I didn't see Tangled. Tangled is a better Disney movie than Frozen. Of course it is. It's like a movie where they subvert the genre. Uh, That's what I heard about it. Frozen is like she's a lesbian though, right? No, she's no. Or is that Tangled? Um, neither of them. Um, well, no. What? In Frozen, it's two sisters. Yeah. But like the love stories between the two sisters, as opposed to between like 
uh, woman and a man. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely not lesbians. Well, someone was requesting that like Elsa or someone becomes a lesbian or something, or that, that that's like a. I mean, she's single, so I guess she could be. I mean, I think that's what. Anyway, it's woke culture. They're they're just asking for that because they want to. I mean, the same thing with like there's a. Have you have you seen that there's like an underculture of like how Sherlock Holmes is gay? Oh yeah, and, yeah, and then they they're like demanding that he and um, Watson get Watson on. get together, and then when it doesn't happen in the show, people are fucking livid, and you're like, guys, write your own fan fiction. It's funny because Watson like, has that. a wife on the yeah, show. Yeah, I know, and they're like, well, he's faking, and I'm like, is he though, or are you projecting? Oh, that is funny. Ugh. Anyway, I I rewrote Ad Astra in my head, and that's how I. Assume that it exists. Mm-hmm. So, write your own reality, deal? kids. Write your, your own, own reality, reality where Holmes and Watson just fuck butts. There we go. <laughs> I don't think you know how uh, fucking works. You can't fuck butts. No, I mean, not butt to butt. I mean, you can. Put, I've like, seen a, Requiem for a Dream. I mean, you okay, can put like ahead. a double-sided dildo and fuck butts. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. That's how you fuck butts, you guys. Um, <laughs> knock boots. There we go. Mm. I guess you would have to be knocking boots to be fucking butts. Because you'd have to be bent over on all fours and your feet would be like knocking while your butts are... Man. <laughs> You're thinking way too much about this. <laughs> oh no, Weird Walker's coming back. Oh, look at that. I thought it was car now. Okay, so, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I just... I, I, I think I... I'm just really excited about this movie. I am too. Now I gotta wait two hours to see it. Any bold predictions? Ooh, bold predictions for new knives out. I do have a good bold, bold prediction. I think. Here we go. Um, Ready? Here's my bold prediction. No less than four characters will die. Nice. That's my bold prediction. Four characters die. Okay. That's good. That's a good bold prediction. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna say bold prediction. Bold prediction. That's how I'm going to say it from now on. Um, Daniel Craig does not solve the murder. Someone else does. Like the two detectives that are on the case, including Lakeith Stanfield? Oh, he is the other detective, Mm -hmm. isn't he? Interesting. No, I think one of the family might. I was going to say Lakeith, but I think one of the family might. Unless he's like an Hercule Poirot where he has to like piece everything together and he is the one that figures it out. But my bold prediction is that somebody else solves the, the crime. That's a good bold prediction. Thank you. I think it's a pretty decent first half, huh? I think so. Yeah. It's like 12 minutes of us rambling. So Yeah, we've got a couple hours before we see the movie, but um, you're going to hear... you got a couple minutes. A couple minutes. You. You're going to hear an ad and then the trailer and then we'll be right back. Boop, 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 boop. Cool, cool. Now that's out of the way. Oh, wait. What? Arbitrary oh, rating. Oh, arbitrary rating. <laughs> what are we Wow, we only did bold prediction and not arbitrary rating. We even know our own show's format after 82 episodes. Well, I knew it. You forgot. You Okay. Well, you, you let me say all that. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I was thinking in my head about, well, we're missing something. All right. right. I'm going to go. I'm shooting for the moon in this one, dude. I think this is going to be great. I think I'm going to love this movie. I don't see myself not liking this movie. I'm giving it 10 um, eat shit, eat shit, eat shit. <laughs> Definitely eat shit out of 10. Nice. I'm gonna give it. I I think. I don't know. I mean, I when it comes to murder mysteries, I give Orient on the Orient Murder on the Orient Express fucking ten, ten out of ten. It's amazing. So do you think it's gonna be that good? Or or gooder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, it's like memorable scenes in Breaking Bad. I mean, oh, is it more it. memorable? I gotta look at this scene. Um, it's I, it's Hank dying. How do you not? I don't, I'm sorry. I don't remember. I don't wow. feel offended by that. I, it's crazy to me. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure you remember other things that I'm were sure like. I'll, 
I remember a lot of things from Breaking Bad, but for some reason that one didn't stick out to me. G- Gail dying. Oh, that was so sad, dude. How? That's another iconic one, man. Hank died. Wow. Anyway. That's a huge character like moment shift for Jesse. Like That's a huge moment. Hank, I'm not saying Hank, Hank dying, dying is, a, is the murder of innocence. There I, is no turning I, back for Walt. I get it, but I don't know, man. It's, just, it's not as visually striking as Hank on the toilet or Jesse pulling the trigger. Because the vit... All right. Fuck it. Anyway. <laughs> I, I'm actually... Like, I'm not angry. I'm just like... Disappointed. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> I... <laughs> I love you because you're my son, but I do not like you anymore. Um, I love you because you're my co-host, but I do not like you anymore. So, yes, um, arbitrary rating for me. I think it's going to be, I'm going to give it a 9.5. I, I think it's going to be a knockout of the park. Um, I think this is like, this could be Ryan Johnson's opus, if you will. Um, but if, if it swings to like me loving every second of it, it's going to be 10. So I'm going to give it 9.5. Oh man, what? <laughs> Hank's, Hank's dying. Nine point five. Hank's dying out of ten. All right. Now you're gonna hear an ad. Now you're gonna hear a trailer, and we'll be back in just a minute. I'm Detective Lieutenant Elliot, and this is Trooper Wagner. We just want to ask a few questions. We understand the night of his demise. The family have gathered to celebrate your father's 85th birthday. How was it, by the way? The party? Pre my dad's death? Oh, it was great. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to request that you all stay until the investigation is completed. What? Can we ask why? Has something changed? No. No, it hasn't changed, or no, we can't ask. I'm gonna live till I die. You think one of his family walls, walls. killed? Is that what you're suggesting? You all love twisting the knife into one another. Up your ass. Oh, very nice. Matter of fact, eat shit. How's that? Eat shit. Eat shit. Eat shit. Smug smile. Definitely eat shit. Something. Spill it. I suspect foul play. I have eliminated no suspects. <laughs> I'm gonna fail. Not finished untangling it, not yet. What is this? CSI KFC? <laughs> hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's been a couple of minutes for you. It's been a whole day for me and Garrett. Yep, we saw Knives Out. We did, we saw We got a little sneak peek at Knives Out, so um, we're dropping this episode the same day the movie comes out. We haven't done that, I don't think, ever. I think we did it for Avengers oh, Infinity War or Endgame, one of the two. We saw it the night before, or whenever we, Thursday we released. 
and we ended up releasing it. Did you edit it that night or that morning? No, Endgame we saw Sunday. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't I'm sure we've done it at some point. At any point, we... Uh, so, yeah. So, you can go see this movie today. Uh, uh, unless you're listening to it uh, in early in the morning, then happy, you can. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, yeah, this will be Thanksgiving, won't it? Yeah, this comes out oh, yeah. Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving. Garrett, what are you thankful for? Oh, I'm thankful for this podcast, baby. Oh, that's sweet. We're thankful for all of our valued listeners. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am. We both are. I just want to speak for both of us. Oh, yeah, I am, too. All right. <laughs> Dick. I just don't. I don't like speaking for other people. I think it's rude. Um, anyway, Mike would like to tell you guys that uh, <laughs> I was doing your thing. Um, so yeah, we just saw Knives Out. Garrett, why don't you, why don't you uh, lead us off on this? Well, one? it's not. So I mentioned. I'm gonna preface right now before you get started. Let's say, give a quick synopsis on whether or not you liked it or didn't like it and why. And I'll do a quick one, and then we'll go jump right into spoiler free because there's a lot of shit to spoil in this movie. Okay. Like the whole movie is a spoiler, pretty much. From the outset of the film. Okay. So let's do a quick little blah blah is what I thought, and then we'll jump in spoiler edition. I liked it. All right, what do you got? I liked it too. Perfect. Uh, spoilers. Cool. This is all spoilers now, everybody. I'm sorry. This sucks, but we recommend this movie. Like, it's a who done it. You, know? you guys have had a minute and 48 seconds of us not spoiling. Yeah. So um, you're gonna listen to you're gonna if you don't want anything spoiled for you, which the rest of this second half will be all spoilers. Do not listen to this. Put it on pause. Bookmark come, it. See the movie. Come back. Just hold your phone open with the app open and active for the entirety of you watching the film, and then come back and listen to well, us. Well, here's what you do. Go to our first episode. Put your phone on mute. Tight. Uh, put the time to two times, and then have it mute it. So then you can just play the entire the entirety of our our podcast episodes. It's, like, it's only like and eighty then, something hours. Yeah, and then you'll come back to to wherever you are. But if you two times it, that's what forty hours then. So you can get through 40 hours of podcast by double time. So do that. It'll up our listens. That would be great. Uh, All right. Okay. So now, here's what I thought. The movie... So I mentioned uh, Murder on the Orient Express, and what was the other one I said? Uh, It was some old film that I've never seen. Clue. Oh, no. Clue. Um, So these are are mystery movies that I really, really like, uh, because they are technically whodunits, right? Mm. Who did the murder? Who killed the person? Now, this movie is very different, where it's in... Uh, you know who did it, you know how it was done, but it's all the circumstances around it that you're trying to figure out. And that is not what I expected at all. So once you know, tension is gone. Like tension of this character trying to figure out how to not like be, you know, caught is the whole thing. So it's like, it's, it's an interesting thing where it's, you have the two dynamics in the movie, like one trying to um, cover it up and then one trying to figure it out so it's like a cat and mouse but you're, the perspective that you have as the moviegoer is from both perspectives it's very interesting I would need to see it again to really feel how I feel about it hmm. um, I liked it as well uh, I do agree that uh, it wasn't what I expected I was expecting a traditional you know we find out a big reveal at the end who killed uh, uh, the person. Yeah. But you do find out about 20 minutes into the movie who, who did it and exactly it. how it was done. Yeah. Um, and it's like... And I, See, I don't think that it took away the tension. For me, what it did was it created a different type of tension. Yeah. For me, it created, all right, well, how are they going to get away with it now? Because in the movie, you find out... So it's kind of hard to set up all this. I'm trying quickly to do it. Um, there's a big eccentric family that's all heir to this 
um, Book Fortune. Uh, the Father, the Patriarch, played by Christopher Plummer. Writes he mystery is, novels. He writes mystery novels, ironically enough. Uh, writes mystery novels, is this big empire, and he's got all these children, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, and um, what, what is the other one? Don Johnson. No, he's not. To- 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 uh, not Tony Collette. Um, no. Damn it. Is it Tony Collette? Yeah, Tony Collette. No, she's not his actual daughter. She's married in. Oh, well, her, she's her the husband only, died. She's the other person. She's the third family member. Family member that's up for inheritance. No, they. Uh, no, because she wanted the money. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis wanted the house, and Michael Shannon wanted the publishing company. Yeah, there. I feel like there's another kid though, wasn't there? Hmm. No, I guess not. There was Michael Shannon's wife, um, Jamie Lee Curtis' husband, Don Johnson. Tony Collette's husband was, was the actual, actual son. son. Yeah. He died. Yeah. Okay. So he's she's the daughter-in-law. Yeah, that's um, right. Those are the three main family members that are up for this inheritance after the father is ruled a suicide. Yeah. Um, then someone we found out some mysterious person, um, well, Ransom's also a, well, Ransom is Ransom Jamie is, Lee Curtis's son. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so then you find out uh, uh, the, Mr. Blanc, uh, Blanc. What was his first name? Uh, Mel Blanc. Yeah. I'm kidding. It's Mr. Not. Blanc, played by Daniel Craig, who's this private investigator who was hired by some mysterious person. He's a Southern Hercule Poirot. <laughs> um... He uh, is hired to investigate the suicide because there's suspicion of it being murder. I'm not going to get in totally into the plot because it's really convoluted and long, but yeah. that's the basic gist of it. Yeah. Um, they all gather together, and then 20 minutes in, you find out that it's his nurse who accidentally overdosed him on morphine. So then he killed himself so she wouldn't get in trouble for it. And then he had her do all these crazy things to make it look like it was that she had left early so she could not be ruled as a suspect. Yes. So there's this elaborate plan. Because he's a mystery novel writer, he knows how to fool police. Yes. And there's another... That was all really great. I like that scene a whole hell of a lot. But the entire time in the back of my mind, I'm just like, did any of this actually happen? We've seen so many movies lately where... It's telling you that something happened, and then it's like, oh, but is it? And I think that that seeped, like, that all seeped into me watching this movie. Like, hoping that it would still be a whodunit. Like, all this is a lie. And she doesn't puke every time that she actually tells a lie. Like, that's like a weird thing that she's picking when, and and it's just like, I need to turn my brain off sometimes. I need to figure out when to, because all I'm doing is just trying to, like, think of what's not happening and what is happening. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I feel the, like I I'm talking to a, I, That like, wasn't, I don't think, I don't think that was directly because of other films you watched. I think that the seeds were planted on not trusting anything by the stories told by all of the members. Because they all told different versions of what actually happened. Well, I understood that. So you don't really know what's going on. So then, yeah, I did question whether or not anything she was saying was true just because I had so much doubt built in from everything, everybody else's testimony. But that's the thing for me was just like, okay, so it is still a whodunit because, like, that you find that out. And I'm like, well, did he actually kill himself? And then it shows the scene. And you're like, okay, so for sure that happened. Well, then it threw me off more. It threw me off more because... Um, that threw me off. It threw me off more because... God damn it. Oh, no. It threw me off more because the movie opens with her finding his body. Yeah. And reacting like she didn't know it was there. No, that wasn't her. That was uh, Flan or whatever her name was. Frida? Fran. Was it Fran? The one with the spider on her face. Yeah, that was her. Oh, well, never mind then. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was her, too, but then, like, the next scene that you see is... is, uh, it's, it's her dropping the shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I mean that's plot, plot plot wise, and then also we're gonna get into things we did like, I, I promise. But also, I felt like the fact that we knew who did it 
and Blanc didn't yet. Although, technically, I guess by the end of the movie, he reveals that he did suspect her of it. Yeah, so But it kind of undermines him as a great detective. Yeah. Because he asks her to, like... He's not a good detective. He is a good detective. He just didn't see... He's a good detective, so the problem is Christopher Plummer's character is a better writer. And like yeah. He, I, think, I think the guy's been writing mystery novels for decades. He's a successful one. He knows how to fool police. Yeah. So I don't think it's so much as he's a bad detective, it's just that he's going up against a brain that's equally as smart as his. Yeah. Because he created this plan to fool him. Yeah. Um, but then he did reveal at the end that he suspected it was her from the beginning because of the blood on her shoe. Yeah. Which, um, which I think is a nice little touch to just to throw real back in the end to show, okay, he does know what he's doing. Yeah. Because it does seem like, I mean, he enlists her to be his quote unquote his Watson because she cannot lie. Yeah. If she has a disorder or if she lies, she literally vomits. She gets sick to her stomach and pukes. Even yeah. thinking of lying makes her, and I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> You've thought um, of lying the whole time, but all right. And um, so but then he enlists her to help him, you know, solve this crime. So in my mind, I'm like, while watching the movie, before we get to the end reveal where we find out that he was suspicious of her, I'm just like, well, how is he just, this makes him look like a buffoon. Yeah. Like, he's got the killer with him the whole time. Yeah. And then there's even And part- she's like sabotaging the entire investigation the yeah. whole time it's going on. But then you're like, okay, I'm not rooting for her to not get caught, but I am kind of... I, get, I don't know. Like, I, I like all the characters involved, though, mm-hmm. except for the family. They fucking suck shit. They're entertaining as fuck, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I like her, because I don't want her to get deported. That's the whole thing. Also, there's a running joke where everybody says a different country that she's from. Yeah. They say Ecuador, Ecuador Brazil. Paraguay, uh, uh, Brazil, yeah. Uh, Uruguay? What Ur- point? Uruguay. So <laughs> Paraguay and Uruguay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing both of those. But, but it's just funny. No, Paraguay and Uruguay, that's the correct pronunciation. But it's just it's just funny because, like, um, there's so many lies in that movie. Yeah. And there's so many people that just tell half-truths, and small little details are changed. Like, the idea of, like, when, um, uh, what is the house, uh, the nurse's name? Marta. When Marta, Marta leaves the house, there's this, the oldest member of the family is, um, uh, is it Hart? I should look up his names. Yeah. Um is like the great great grandmother and she's like old as fucking dirt yeah and like she's like kind of senile well, and like she's, just kind of out of it she's christopher Plummer's mother yeah so the thing there's like how old is she no don't knows. know <laughs> <laughs> um but there's a scene where she, a part where marta remembers leaving the party and she hears christopher Plummer's mother say um Ransom, is that you? Ransom is Chris Evans. Ransom, are you back again already? No, no, not that part. When she actually, no, when Ransom leaves. Oh, the first time. When Ransom actually leaves, she says, Ransom, are you leaving? And then everybody else's memory of it, she doesn't say anything when he leaves. So it's like small things like that that fuck with me the whole movie, which I really like, because it kept me on my toes. I'm like, I don't know who's telling the truth about anything. I mean, the idea that they all remembered, like, sitting right next to uh, the father when when he got the cake, which is, who knows who was actually sitting next to him. Um, the idea of when they called Marta in the room because Jamie Lee Curtis was talking about how she's part of the family and she's talking about it. It shows everybody just like smiling, on, walking yeah. her over. But in reality, they were all having an argument about undocumented immigrants yeah, and wanted yeah, her yeah. opinion on it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like small things like that. I think the first 45 minutes of this movie, this movie had a pure 10 for me. Pure 10. Yeah. Like, it's it was, all perspective. This, okay. Okay. Here's how. This is how I feel about The Lighthouse. Okay. I still really liked it. But it's, it was a perfect 10 up until a certain point. Sure. And the point for me, it was earlier in this film where it turned, where you revealed the what happened. Yeah, so for a minute I was like, 
I still I still kept my head in it, and I was still like, okay, maybe that's not. Maybe this is. That's really what, what I thought. Happened. I was like, maybe maybe it's like something else. I wanted something else to be the thing. I wanted there to be like a really good twist. Yeah. But then the twist is like. Eh. The twist was kind of decent. It's like, like yeah, it wasn't I mean, very. It wasn't like oh. I mean, once again, it's not how or it's not who. It's how. Yeah. It's a how done it, which is sure. what I did not like. Um. But yeah, this is um, and then, so then we now get to the point where you introduce the character of Ransom, who's talked about the whole film. Yeah, and he is like Jamie a Lee Cur- Yeah, he's Jamie Lee Curtis and Don Johnson's son, and um, he is uh, black sheep of the family, as Michael Shannon says. By the way, Michael Shannon was so. Good. I'm going to talk about the performances from the cast. Yeah, after yeah, we yeah. Get through all this plot stuff. They're all really good. But um, but Ransom shows up uh, at the will reading, and you finally meet him, and you find out he is a big old piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and um. And then I think the story, that's when the story really takes a huge shift. Because at this point, you now know what happened. And then the thing now is, Ransom is trying to help Marta, who ends up winning all of the inheritance yeah. from Christopher Plummer, who, Harlan. Uh, so it's a big fuck you to the whole family. His idea is, he wants them all to build something on their own. Yeah, so instead of leech off of him. Yeah. And so like he leaves the publishing company, which Michael Shannon wanted, to Marta. He leaves the house, which Jimmy Lee Curtis wanted, to Marta. He leaves $60 million with... Um, uh, that Tony Collette wanted. Tony Collette, uh, Joni. Uh, because she was done. And they all are written out, like, what, um, a week before he Except dies? for uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, I mean, she was written out, but, like... Yeah. They, he changed the will a week before he died. Yeah, he changed the will. But the only reason, as well, is because all these people have, like, lies. So mm-hmm. I think... Don Johnson is not his actual son. He's not. He's Jamie Lee Curtis' son-in-law. Husband. But I think that's the reason that she cut off Jamie Lee, too. It's because... Uh, well, I don't think she she didn't need it. She's rich enough on her own. Yeah, she's, that's true. She's built None her own of them empire. need the riches, for sure. They're all... Well, Tony Collette does. Well, she yeah. She's a job. But she's an influencer. Oh, yeah, that's that right. That was really funny. <laughs> and Ransom. He needs he needs it. Like, yeah. Which is what leads him to do what he does. Yes. You didn't find out that Ransom is behind... All of this, like he knows. That, yeah, this is the big spoiler right here. Yeah, this is a pretty big spoiler. You find out that Ransom purposely switched. So the the reason he died was because um, Marta was giving him his nightly meds, and she gives him this medicine. I can't remember what it's called, but then she also gives him three milligrams of um, morphine to help him sleep, because um, you know he's old. And Ransom ends up switching the labels on the bottles because he wants her to accidentally kill him. Yeah. And then he wants, because he knows that she is going to get everything in the will. And he knows that if she's accused of his death, all the stuff in the will does not go to her. And it goes back to the family. Yeah. And in the original will, which he's not written out of, which he was finds out that he was written completely out of the will, the original will will give everybody what they want. Yes. And so that's what the whole thing, which is a good twist, but it's a twist that should be at the end of the movie. Yeah, it's not. For it to be a traditional, you know, kind of whodunit mystery film. So, but it's like... Where would you say that all that is, that twist? It's like the last third, right? I mean, that is, but you've already found out how he really died at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, if you you wouldn't have known that Marta, if you make Marta able to lie, and you didn't know that she accidentally killed him, and the whole movie is still an actual whodunit. Well, the thing is, you, her vomiting thing is such a, you need it for fucking why. Like, it's all... It's such a because that's what helps her. That's what helps. That's what makes it so that uh, Blanc uh, trusts her. I get it. And that's how the movie goes forward. But that's the problem: is that it's written. It's funny and whatever. But it's like, I was hoping for like a dark comedy, and this isn't. It was. It had some funny points, but it wasn't like a traditional. It's not a traditional comedy, but it's not. 
and it's not the clue route. It's more the clue route than the Murder on the Orient Express, I guess. The clue is more absurdist, whereas Murder on the Express is very serious. Yeah, and I really like I like that seriousness of it. Like it, it, it's all good performances. It's just like it, it missed the mark on something for me. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I, I like I said, the first forty-five minutes when it's an actual whodunit, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's well written. It's just twists and turns. You don't know who to trust. It's. Like I was this, getting so excited. The moment I was we too. Went on. Yeah, like, I was like, oh my god, I cannot wait to figure this out. I cannot wait to like get along. And then there is a bit of the other shoe dropping when you find out fifty minutes in, if that, that yeah. you know what actually happened. And then I was able to still enjoy the film, but I wasn't enjoying it as much as I was yeah. at the beginning. See, that's the thing for me. It's just like it wasn't as good as it was in the beginning. Yeah. The, the second act really drags, and then the third act, I don't care. There was it's, a, it's a lot like Good act, Boys. Yeah. It's a lot like Good Boys for me. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that was a terrible movie. But that like had one good scene in that movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, it's good, but I would rather watch Clue. Clue yeah. or Murder on the Orient Express. I think both do exactly what this movie tried to do. This, this really, uh, which a- actually it makes me want to read some Agatha Christie novels. It makes me want to watch Murder on the Orient Express. I've never actually seen that. Really? I never read the book. Dude, either. it's fucking incredible. Directed by Sidney Lumet, yeah. and it's my favorite director. And that guy, he gets some goddamn good performance. If you think there's good performances in this, watch goddamn Murder on the Orient Express. That was nominated for multiple, multiple Academy Awards. Um, let's talk about the performances. Yes. We've talked about the movie, what we thought. Um, let's talk about these performances. Because I'm not going to let the movie being sullied for me change the fact that these were all great performances. Yes. Don Johnson was a really big standout for me. He was great. Have you seen him on Watchmen? The new show? Yeah. No, no He's no, no, great no. on that show. I, I'm sure he is. He's um, having a resurgence right he's now. He's just so good. Remember him yeah. in Django Unchained? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was great. Well, come on up. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, all these characters are just so despicable, but still kind of like, you're kind of like, oh, I kind of like them. Like, um, it reminded me of my family. I will say that there are obviously a lot of people got lost in a shuffle in the cast. Because yes. you've got such a huge cast. I mean, the standouts but for me... It's really not, though. I mean, it's a big cast. It's a big cast, but it's not like a... No one, like, not... There's no reason that each person couldn't have got a scene. You know what I mean? Like they're all scattered throughout, and it's, I will, it's. I will. I don't remember the girl's name. I don't remember the kid's name. The boy with the the, neon, the alt-right troll. Yeah, I just remember like descriptors. Meg was the girl's name. Okay. I remember that because she was in a lot of the movie. Yeah, but um, she she was like a pivotal connection between Marta and the family as well. Yeah. So yeah. I just feel like for me, the standouts for me were Tony Collette, Jamie Lee Curtis. Don Johnson and Chris Evans. Michael Shannon. And Michael Shannon, yeah. Just, and Daniel Craig. Yeah, Craig was great. And too. Lakeith Stanfield. He was kind of wasted. He for was me. very wasted. He was kind of wasted. He was great, but I mean, I feel like they really underutilized him. Yeah. Um, and I felt the same way about um, the kid. Uh, Ana de Armas, how do you pronounce her name? But she played Marta. Yeah, she was great. She was like the best part yeah, of this movie. The kid, uh, Jadine Martell. Yeah. Uh, Jaden. Uh, Jaden. Jaden. Yeah. Wow. The J- kid from It. Jadine? Um, I'm looking at it. It looks like Jaden. It's Jaden. It's just J-A-E, which is weird. J. Um, but yeah, he had like two lines. Yeah. But this kid starred in It. Like, he's a good actor. Yeah. Like, it's weird that they would just waste him That's like what that. I'm saying. It's like, I feel like each person could have got at least one scene. Yeah. Like, but the, the housekeeper, she got more to do than that kid Fran, did. Frank, or whatever her name is, Fran. Fran. And then uh, to me... Flan. I think it's Flan. <laughs> and for me also, um, Fran. Um, it's Catherine Langford as well. Yeah. She's uh, she's in The Favorite. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> like, there, I, there's big names in this movie. Like, she won an Oscar 
And she has Wait, like, that's not the same person. She's in the favorite. That's the No, Fran? Oh no, who am I thinking of? Oh no, no, Catherine Langford. Yeah, she's not in this movie. She is, you just pulled her up. No, she's Where not. was she? She was in the cast. She is not in this movie. What movie were you on? I just I'm saw her. Same one, same one. I haven't I haven't left the screen. Oh right there. Yeah. Meg. Oh, she Meg. Wait, who did she play in the favorite? Oh, was she not in that? No, you're thinking of somebody. Oh, who am I thinking of? It starts with a C. I can't remember her Olivia? name. Olivia? No. It might be Olivia. What was she in then? I have no idea. I've I'm sorry, everybody. I'm very stupid. I remember this name, though. Love, Simon. That's right. I saw her in Love, Simon. Oh, she's 13 Reasons Why, huh? Heard that show makes people want to kill themselves. Um, hey my, my biggest problem, though, with this cast and the way I feel they're wasted is all their scenes are, like, apart from each other. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of season four of Arrested Development. Like, you've got this great yeah. cast that works really well together. Because all the scenes where they were all in it, magic. I thought they were great. Agreed. And then you pulled them all apart, and they had all these scenes by themselves, which I'm like, well, that's fine. But then any of the scenes that they are together, they're not saying anything. Or it's like a lot of them walking towards the camera, or them walking towards Marta, or them, like, all, like, leeches, or, like, zombies. Which I get. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what they're trying to do with the thing, but it's like, this is the only time they're all together? You know? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I don't know. I mean, I still love Ryan Johnson, and I think I know... Here's the thing that I think I've discovered about him, is that he brings the audience to him. And I need to accept that as a, a watcher. Because he also did the Fly episode of Breaking Bad, and that is very divisive. I love that episode. I love that episode. It, it is great. Yeah. And I think this movie's great as well. But it, the problem was the advertising. If they would have done it as like a, you've never seen a whodunit like this before. I mean, they did say it. That's in the, like the trailer. Is it really? Mm-hmm. What, what, what's it exactly say? It says um, a whodunit like someone, no one's ever done it or some shit like that. Hold on. No, really? I'm pretty sure it's in the like, Maybe I need to trailer. start watching the goddamn trailers again because I didn't, I don't remember that at all. But um, If I would have known that, I would have really enjoyed this movie then. I think, here's what I think. I think Ryan Johnson is just balls to the wall all in on the idea of subverting every expectation for films when he makes them. Um, I think he did it with The Last Jedi, yeah. hard. He did it with Knives Out just now. I think Looper was kind of the same way. You think you're getting a traditional time travel kind of film, and it's not. Brick. Um, he just, I think he just likes fucking with audiences, honestly. Yeah. I think he likes making people think it's going to be one thing, and then just... I think he, like, he's just like... I don't want to say he's a troll, because I do love all of his work. Yeah. But, like, he's a fucking troll. <laughs> like, yeah. Let me see here. Uh, what did it say in that trailer? Yeah, maybe I should have thought about that going into this movie. So like he told us. <laughs> he did. I wish I would have watched that before. Now, okay. So. <laughs> does, does that change things? It does change things. Do you want to re-record this? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. A hundred percent. No, I mean. Okay, that does change it for me because he is trying to subvert expectations. But you can tell that from watching the movie, though, because you're realizing, like, oh, this is different. You're revealing the thing early, so you can tell that from watching the movie. You're right, like, but he's planted different. so many seeds of doubt in you that the whole film, you're just like, this isn't the real ending. This isn't really how it happened. That's well, what I felt like. The only reason I thought that was because it's called a whodunit. Mm. That's the only reason I thought that. Because I would have accepted the fact that, oh, this did happen. Because she's the one person that can't tell a lie, right? Yeah. So she's, she's the Pinocchio of the story, if you will. Sure. So you're like, okay, well, I definitely can trust her. But then even during her story or in all the events that we're seeing, I'm like, is she saying this or is she thinking it and remembering it? 
And then by the end of it, I'm like, oh, so that did happen. And then she's telling the other stuff of the story. Okay, I got it. Well, like, I mean, because even her inner monologue of um, um, Harold or Harlan, Harlan, of him telling her what to do was yeah. changing in the middle of her inner monologue. Yes. So, I mean, it made her... It made, it but that's a, just tiny details. That's like before the elephant or after the elephant. Yeah. And she went before the elephant, and that's to show us, like, oh, it's going to be on the security tape later. Um, which that guy had the had the the uh, cameo. He's in a bunch of Coen He's Brothers a, movies. Yeah, he is. But anyway, my whole point is that um, it's very different than what I expected, and uh, it's not a who done it; it's a how done it. But now knowing the marketing and the advertising, it totally makes sense as to like this is a who done it like no one's done it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'll give my I'll give my rating. All right, let's rate this sucker. You want to rate this sucker? Yeah. What about bold predictions? This is the second part. Oh, our bold prediction. Yeah, Mine already... was that four people were going to die. Nobody died except for the main yeah, character. Yeah, nobody died. Well, two people died. Nope. Yeah, no. She did die. Yeah, she did, yeah. Fran, Flan, so two... Franny, Francis, So, yeah, my McDormand. bold prediction did not come true. Two people um, died. Two people died. The main character who we all knew was going to die. Not the yeah. main character, but the father. And then um, the housekeeper. I For a while, I thought that he wasn't dead. Like, it was just him. Really? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. She watched him slit his throat. I know. Well, I didn't know that she watched him. I thought it was, like, fake blood or something. Um... What was your bold prediction? My bold prediction was that, uh, oh shit, what was it? God damn it. It's funny because people are yelling at their, yelling out loud right now. Um, I said someone else was going to figure it out. I, did, I said that Daniel Craig wasn't going to be the one ah. that figured it out. Because I thought that would be the subverting of the expectation. Like, it's still a whodunit, but, you know, yeah. it's not him that figures it out. Like, it's someone else. But no, it I thought maybe it would be Marta or something. But it turns out that she actually did it. So I do want to say that I really did enjoy watching Chris Evans play a scumbag. Oh, yeah. He was very good at it. He was very good at it. Eat <laughs> shit, eat shit, eat shit. Definitely Definitely eat shit. Eat shit. <laughs> Up your ass. Uh, just, he was just really good. You could tell he was having a lot of fun in that role. You could oh, tell everybody's having a lot of fun. Everyone is having Dude, a lot of fun. Dude, if Michael Shannon isn't in every fucking great movie going forward, I will burn Hollywood to the ground. I love Michael Shannon so much. I do too. He, was, he so made good. Premium Rush amazing. I, I forgot about that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> I, it's a big guilty pleasure. Man, I've I watched it when it came out, and I haven't watched it since. It was it was a pre-Baby Driver, because it was on bikes. <laughs> it was, I really... It was I was like Baby Driver Jr. I was really into it. Um, All right, what do you think, Garrett? Did we, hold on, really quick. Before the end of the episode, did we address that Chris Evans' plan was to, like, switch the thing so she actually would kill him, but then it turns out that she still didn't kill him with the morphine? Yeah, because she instinctively grabbed the correct bottle. She grabbed the correct bottle, even though he switched the labels, and she actually didn't fill him with morphine. So she didn't kill him. He actually did commit suicide. He actually did commit suicide. That's Although the whole technically, thing. even if he did commit suicide after she gave him the morphine, it was still suicide. Because he yeah. died before the morphine killed him. That's true. So I mean, so it I, still I would have been. I mean, it could have been attempted. Uh, but it would have been that, like, it would have been that push to to do it. But, I mean, really, he's the one that pushed her to push him to kill himself. Yeah. So, uh, Ro- uh, Ronan? What, uh, R- Ransom. He's Ransom. the one. Hugh. Oh, I love that you know, twist, yeah. too. Because she's like, Hugh did this. When Fran is, uh, we think, is dying. Um, of the morphine. Of the morphine overdose, who's the housekeeper who Chris Evans gave morphine to as part of a way to help cover himself up. Yeah. As she, uh, Marta finds her in a warehouse, or a abandoned laundromat, and then as she's, like, dying, she says to her, Hugh did it. Yeah. Um, but and, she but thought it sounds that like she said, she you, said did you did or it. Or I know you did it. Or... Or you did this. Yeah. You did this, not Hugh did but this. But his ransom's name very, is Hugh. Very clever. Yeah. There's a lot of clever things in this movie. Yes. A lot. And I think that it, I need to see it again to pick up on all those things. But I, it took me, like, maybe a minute to realize that, like, it, 
it see I don't like having things explained to me but in this movie it happened a couple times mm-hmm. because it really needed it yeah you know what I mean like the like when Daniel Craig is like you didn't end up killing him I'm like oh and it wasn't from earlier when it's like oh the differences between the bottles and the fluidity of the thing and it's like all these lines and I'm like wait what is happening right now yeah and it also could be because we were in the front goddamn row of the theater, so there's that. But sneak peek, baby. Breaking our necks. All right, Garrett, rate this sucker. I'm gonna give it, man. Murder on the Orient Express, the original, is a ten. Ten out of ten for me. Uh, it's a ten. Um, Sean Connery two page, or whatever he wore. Is he in Murder on the Orient Express? He, dude, it. It's a huge cast. Um. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Um, there's other people. <laughs> no, it's uh, like Ingrid Bergman. Um, who else is in that? So many people. Albert Finney. Um, who played Norman Bates? What's his name? Tony Perkins. Anthony Perkins. He's in it. Mm, Tony Perkins. It's really, really good. But it's amazing. So that's 10 out of 10 for me. Clue, hilarious. I'd say that's an eight. This uh, has to Albert be like... Albert Lauren Bacall, Martin Balsam, yeah. Ingrid Bergman, Jacqueline Bissett, Jean-Pierre Cassel, Sean Connery, John Gilgud, Wendy Hiller, Anthony Perkins, Vanessa Redgrave. Wow, this is a great cast. Yeah, dude. Rachel Roberts, Richard Widmark, Michael York. Yep. Michael Rooker? Michael <laughs> York, Basil from Austin Powers. He's oh, yeah, him. that is him. Yeah. Have to check it out. It's fucking amazing. So, so anyway... Knives out. I'm going to give this one a six, baby. It's a six for me. Also, we did see Ford v. Ferrari earlier that day. That did not help seeing that perfect film. Dude, that movie is fucking perfect. Oh, I keep God. thinking about that one. I'm not thinking about Knives Out. Knives which, Out which is I did just, not expect going into yesterday. I didn't I did either. I thought that. Knives Out would be the cherry on top of the day. But yeah. no. It's a, it's a six for me. It's a six pre-funeral. Or, yeah, pre Pre-my father's death. Pre-my father's death, yes. Six pre-my father's deaths out of ten. Um, I liked it. I think I liked it more than you did, because um, I didn't let the idea that it wasn't like... Although, I guess, watching the trailer and knowing that it was going to be different and subverted and stuff, yeah, I guess you, I kind of went in more prepared. I wish I would have known that. Um, but um, I enjoyed it. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, and it did not help seeing what I think is one of the best movies of the year right before we saw that. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give it a 7.5... Uh, Donut hole inside a donut hole inside a donut. I hated that. Out of ten. <laughs> I hated that. I was like, this movie's been like quasi goofy the whole time, and then this is like full blown goofy. I'm like, is he smart or what? For anyone who wants to know the critic consensus of this film, uh, it has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Doesn't give. Doesn't 119 matter. reviews. Uh, critic consensus is Knives Out sharpens old murder mystery tropes with a keenly assembled suspense outing that makes brilliant use of Reddit director Ryan Johnson's stellar ensemble. I mean, people love it. That's great. But I, I gotta see it again. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, all right. So this is uh, this is Thanksgiving now. So we're, what are you doing this week? Uh, it's Friday, Saturday. I'm gonna be at Dr. Grin's hosting for Adam Deggie and Dave Dyer. Very fun, very That's fun weekend. Fun. So Friday, Saturday. If you guys are listening on Thursday, come check it out. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, you can just find me in maybe Michigan at the Brown Jug. I'll be headlining on Friday night. I don't know where that is or where that is. So if you're there, come out. After you do your Black Friday shopping, say hi to me or Garrett if you're in Grand Rapids or if you're maybe Michigan. Oh, yeah. You can find me at Best Buy and Target. I'll be Black Friday shopping on Thanksgiving night. Cyber Monday, baby. Cyber Monday? That's me. That's my my That's after it, right? It's Monday. It's Monday after Thanksgiving. Monday after. 
I don't like going to store. Ugh, too many people there. Well, so. I'll go buy a bunch of shit and then hold on to it, and then if I see it's cheaper anywhere else, I'll go take it back and then get that money back. Best Buy does price match. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want to go to Target first because Best Buy usually has the the better prices. So I'll just go to Best Buy, grab all the shit there, and then I'll go to Target, and then it'll be like, oh, it's cheaper here, so I'll buy it at Target, and then I'll take it back to Best Buy when all the lines die down. This guy's got it figured out, you guys. Yeah, I mean. I met a great friend, not a friend really, well, I mean we talk, but uh, he's an author, but he's like a horror author, mm. but he uh, he and I started talking at Best Buy last year, so mm. I mean that's pretty cool. That's nice. But yeah, we're friends on uh, Facebook, so hopefully he listens to this. Hopefully you're listening, bud. What's his name? Wesley Thomas. Wesley Thomas. Thanks I, for being I, friends with Garrett. Yeah, I still have to read Succubus, that's one of the uh, books that he wrote. He gave that to me on my Kindle. I'll read it. I'm finishing up my album. All right. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And that, and that was, was good. good.